Hello, hello, hello. I'm Jan Goldstein. Welcome to All That Matters. Have you ever had a moment where someone or something inspired you and you knew that because it caused you to take a sharp breath? Suddenly your breath had an intake that just got caught in your throat. So surprised were you by what you'd seen or by what you'd heard. I'm going to tell you about a moment like that in just a minute. Welcome all of our friends across the globe who tune in weekly to a podcast that began in the midst of a pandemic, reframing life to find the goodness there. My very first book was called Life Can Be This Good, and it was a series of observations and stories from my life that allowed me to look at something a little differently and to find it perhaps a new meaning in it. It began this podcast by looking for a new meaning in the pandemic experience we were all having. But it continues now in the midst of so much that is going on in the world in seeking out a way to perhaps angle our lives and look at things with a um, a new eye to reevaluate because i think life is about reinvention adaptation renewal renourishing and the experience i'm going to share with you was exactly one of those things i was a student at the university when my poetry professor, my actually wasn't a poetry professor, he was in communications and speech, um, and I was taking a course on the oral interpretation of literature. Came out of my background loving acting, but also loving poetry. Grew up, as many of you have listened to me know, with a mom who fashion poetry daily i would come home from school and instead of offering me a cookie and a glass of milk my mom would say hey sit down jen i i just wrote this poem what do you think would you have chosen that word or this word what what do you think about juxtaposing this idea against this idea and i will tell you while at sometimes it drove me to you know a wild craziness as a young kid listening to that. I came in time to appreciate what my mom was doing and the artistry with which she wrote her poetry and with which she raised her children. Add that to my dad, who was so madly in love with theater and acting, becoming an actor later in his life and acting professionally, and raising me on the stage. And you understand why oral interpretation of literature might have fit into my wheelhouse. My professor's name was Carl Schmieder. 
and you would not know anything extraordinary about him uh, from just seeing him. And that is true with most of us. We look normal. We look every day, I suppose. We might also like to think we look like we could be picked out of a crowd, but, you know, sometimes when it comes to uh, those kinds of things, that can be more trouble than it's worth. Uh, And ask anyone who has become famous and can find no privacy. Um, So Carl was a normal, everyday-looking individual. And he had a passion for a particular poet. And one day, he was putting on a one-person show at our theater on the university campus. And he opened with a poem by E.E. Cummings. I thank you, God, for most this amazing day. It begins. And when he spoke it, and then spoke the next poem, I sing of Olaf, I felt my breath gasp, my breath, (gasps) a quick intake. And that quick intake, I've come to connect to moments of sheer beauty and also sheer truth. When I experience an actor delivering a monologue or delivering a performance or delivering a moment on stage or on film that is so truthful and so mesmerizing and in many ways so simple that it connects me to life in some way that shakes me awake. I have that same kind of, <gasps> I had that experience when I first saw Amadeus, when I first saw Equus. These plays just electrified me. I found that when I listened to Puck perform in Shakespeare, and experience this magical fairy creature that Shakespeare had conjured. I was a child at the time, and I didn't realize what that was. Now, Oprah might call it her aha moment. Others might call it by other names. But that is, to me, a holy moment, a moment of truth a moment of art. And that's what it was for me when Carl began to read E.E. Cummings. He was living the poem. Or as Abraham Joshua Heschel used to say when he would march with Martin Luther King, he said, when I was marching, my feet were praying. And there's something incredible about that image but it felt when I experienced this by Carl Schmieder not to connect civil rights 
or anything to this theatrical experience other than to say that somewhere inside of us, feet marching or words electrifying vibrate within us in a way that lifts us up, that elevates us. And that's what this poem did. And that's what his interpretation of it did for me. So I have ever since that moment in college been a fan of E.E. E. Cummings. Edward Eslin Cummings was born in 1894 and he died in 1962. Um, but he was known by his initials, E.E. E. And he's one of America's most famous 20th century poets. He was born in Cambridge, Massachusetts and raised as a pastor's son in the Unitarian faith. And he would wed that kind of belief Unitarians have in the oneness of God. They don't believe any one human being is holy, other than we all have holiness within us, but that there is one God or one their unity, and he connects that to Emerson's uh, transcendentalism, which is a, philosophical movement celebrating humanity and nature. And he combines that in his poetry. So I'd ask you, I'm going to read this poem, but I'd ask you to also consider what about this poem might speak to some aspect of your life right now. I thank you, God, for most this amazing day for the leaping greenly spirits of trees and a blue true dream of sky and for everything which is natural, which is infinite, which is, yes, I who have died am alive again today and this is the sun's birthday. This is the birthday of life and of love and wings, and of the gay, great, happening, illimitably earth. How should tasting, touching, hearing, seeing, breathing, any, lifted from the know of all nothing, human, merely being, doubt, unimaginable you. Now, the ears of my ears awake, and now the eyes of my eyes are opened. Yes, you can hear in Cummings his unusual syntax, the way he would switch words around, making you notice, drawing attention. I thank you, God, not I, I thank you, God, most for this amazing day. It's I thank you, God, for most this amazing day and his putting most in a place you don't expect it and conjuring a a view of nature, the leaping greenly spirits of trees. I mean, imagine right away you conjure the trees dancing, leaping, spirits alive, leaping greenly spirits of tree of trees and a blue true dream of sky you know not a true blue dream of sky 
but a blue true dream of sky. In essence, what Cummings is doing is what I've been, maybe this is partially where I've learned it from, but looking at something differently, turning a different angle on something. And that's what Cummings is doing, putting a different angle on words and their connection and their arrangement makes you look at something differently, makes you look at something with fresh eyes. The writer here is saying, I've died because I'm, you know, maybe some days we feel like that where, oh, I'm just done with everything. And then something, he experiences nature in a new way. And he says, this is the sun, like the sun, the glowing sun above me. This is a birthday. It's like I'm experiencing this day as a birthday. It's the birthday of what? Of life and then of love and then of wings. It's as if he's soaring. And of the great gay great happening, and gay here is the joyous great happening, illimitably earth. And then he puts a series of senses, tasting, touching, hearing, seeing, breathing. He lifted from the know of all nothing. He takes the word, the beginning of the word nothing, and finds the know in it, the negation in it. And how could, after you experience things with your senses like this, how could you doubt unimaginable you with a capital Y, and he's referring to God, but whatever you refer it to, to what source of creation in your own life, however you choose to interpret that. Cummings is challenging you to experience nature and to come alive again. That's really what I hope this podcast is all about a weekly way to come alive a little bit more. When we do things a little differently, when we read poetry a little differently, when we have moments like I had with Professor Carl Schmieder sharing a poem with such an electric performance that it caused me to take my breath in Those are moments of truth. Those are hallowed moments, sanctified moments that allow us to reframe life and to come alive again. Think about what moment that might be in your life, and maybe there is more than one. Nourish that thought this week. Maybe have a new experience. And until next week, I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters.